Welcome everybody to the Saturday update edition of the Ride In NFL DFS podcast brought to you by FanshareSports.com. Head on over to FanshareSports.com today, tomorrow, to check out who's going over-owned and who's going overlooked to help you nail down your GPP player pool. Okay, so, uh, you know, this is a week where there's not a ton of value. Uh, We're looking to pay up in multiple spots uh, and we need to figure out where we are going to pay down who are the safest options do we need to have a player with more upside in our lineups at a value spot and to be honest I think um, pretty much everything I said on the Thursday rundown stands what I did and what this podcast is mainly going to consist of is a little bit deeper breakdown of the wide receivers under 5K that we talked about um, to maybe narrow down who the three, uh, two or three wide receivers at least, that we are going to get into our cash lineups is going to be, right? So I think, I still think that I'm either going to pay all the way up to Matt Ryan or down to Jeff Driscoll. I think there's a lot of great GPP QB plays between them. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston, Drew Brees. Um, but in cash, I'm either going to go all the way up to Matt Ryan against the pass funnel Bucks, or come all the way down to Jeff Driscoll against a Redskins team that uh, is just not very good on defense and Driscoll can have a lot of success against through the air and on the ground. At running back, I'm still going to try to jam in, um, you know, M- McCaffrey, Kamara, and Derrick Henry. Um, I guess we could talk. We could touch on some of the running back plays uh, aside from those three. Uh, Lev Bell, I've kind of soured on. Um, you know, he's just—he's not going to get the requisite yards. He really does need a touchdown, and he needs the game script of you know racking up six or seven catches to really get there. And the times that he has this year, the times that he that he has exceeded 3x or 4x uh, have been few and far between and it's been when he's gotten into the end zone and has gotten a ton of catches I don't know if this game script this week really warrants that and you know uh, the target share is kind of spread out amongst the Jets you know we have Jamison Crowder we have Demarius Thomas we have Ryan Griffin of course Lev Bell and then even um, the fossil that is Robbie Anderson gets about 10% of the targets as well. So not very concentrated there. And on any given week, um, you know, we don't really know exactly who is going to be fed the most targets in that Jets offense. So Patrick Lindsay, uh, that's a combination of Philip Lindsay and Patrick Laird, actually. I just conflated those two names. And, you know, those are the two guys that we need to talk about. Philip Lindsay faces a Buffalo defense that, you know, can be beat on the ground more so than through the air. And he did overtake Royce Freeman this week. And I think at 5-2, he is a consideration. Uh, I would much rather try to get up to Derrick Henry in that spot, about $1,700 more there. But I wouldn't fault you for coming down to Philip Lindsay 
uh, as your third back, especially, you know, with the way he was used last week. He saw more snaps, more touches than Royce Freeman. If it goes even further in that direction this week, he really could uh, have a pretty smash week. And then there's been a ton of talk and, uh, you know, buzz about Patrick Laird. He caught a few balls last week. Um, you know, he got in the game at the near the end and got some junk receptions. And there is a narrative floating around Twitter that, um, and, and, you know, DFS sites and just fantasy sites in general, that he may um, see increased snap share this week. He only played, he's only played like 20 snaps, 25 snaps, something like that in the last two weeks. Um, but he did happen to see a bunch of check downs uh, last week. So I think that's where the buzz is coming from. I personally uh, think it's pretty thin to hope for, you know, four for 40 from Patrick Laird and a touchdown. I think I would rather get the, uh, the secure volume from the pay-up running backs that we've talked about and then hope for that four for 40 out of, you know, a pay down receiver that we will talk about, uh, coming up here. So let's get to it. I mean, there's a bunch of guys under 5k that we're going to look at, probably going to have two or three of them in our lineup. And the first one is the, both of the, uh, ancillary pieces on the bears, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, I think are going to be two that a lot of people look to. And to be honest, I think, you know, notwithstanding the $700, uh, difference, Taylor Gabriel is the much better play. He has, he, he outsnaps Miller, uh, on a week to week basis, 83 to 65, uh, over the last three weeks to be specific. He absolutely smashes him on a points per snap basis as well. And that's just because he gets, you know, higher uh, A dot targets. And over the last three weeks, he's had a higher target, higher target share and uh, air yard share than even Allen Robinson. So I think Taylor Gabriel is my go-to there at 4,200. I'm not saying that he's an absolute lock for my cash lineup, but I definitely prefer him to Anthony Miller, who's only on the field 65% of the time and sees like these just worthless targets. Um, you know, he could catch six balls for 30 yards and, you know, is nine points really worth it? I'd rather have the upside of Taylor Gabriel who gets, he gets those short targets as well, but he also gets deep shots here and there. And, and, you know, we've seen him fl- flash his ceiling with three touchdowns in a game. Uh, he could definitely, you know, if he hauls in one fifty yard pass or one forty yard pass, you're basically, uh, you know, more than halfway to value on one play. Um, someone who is really rising in my ranks is Chris Conley this week. He has seen 92% of the snaps over, over the Jaguars' last three games. So I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of chatter about Chark. There's a lot of, there has been a lot of chatter about Westbrook. But Conley's really going overlooked. He, he's out-snapping D.D. Westbrook. And, uh, you know, the Titans are susceptible on the outside. He plays on the outside a lot. I think uh, Conley could, and he's only 4,100. He's even cheaper than D.D. Westbrook. I think he could really pay off this week, um, especially if, you know, after last week, DJ Chark sees a lot of uh, extra attention from Mike Vrabel uh, and the Titans defense. I think we could definitely see uh, Conley payoff at 4,100. Then we have Hunter Renfro. And I mean, 
from a points per snap basis, uh, Renfro is probably the best receiver under 5K. The issue is that he only plays around half the snaps for the Raiders. And here's why I think that may change this week, though. I mean, obviously the Jets are a pass funnel defense, so I think we could see the Raiders in three wide sets a bit more than we have. You know, a lot of times the Raiders like to go Foster Moreau and Darren Waller on the field, kind of heavy with Jacobs pounding the rock. But the Jets have not really allowed anyone to be successful on the ground. So I think, I mean, if the Raiders are smart, they would take a pass-heavy approach, kind of go in shotgun, let Derek Carr use Hunter Hen- or Hunter Renfro as a extension of the run game. I think that would be extremely smart for the Raiders to employ. I don't know if they'll do that, but I think we could really see a pass-centric approach with uh, extra targets for Hunter Renfro this week. And at 4,500, you know, he's definitely on my radar as well. Um, and Demarius Thomas is someone that we've mentioned. He's actually out-snapped Jamison Crowder, um, despite not out-targeting him, but he's still questionable. And as I said, I mean, like, I like Demarius Thomas. I think he's seeing a good amount of targets, uh, especially at 3,800. He's definitely in play. Um, but the, the, the target share for the Jets is a little too spread out, uh, for me to, love Demarius Thomas. I mean, if I have 3,800 left and I love my lineup, I won't um, I won't think twice about playing Demarius because I think he is in for about five or six or seven targets. Uh, seven targets is probably his ceiling in this game, uh, but I think it's definitely doable with this Oakland uh, pretty atrocious pass defense. Then there's Alan Hearns, who really hasn't been talked about a ton, but he is second on the Dolphins' Uh, in terms of target share, and he has played 90% of the snaps the last two weeks. I think, you know, Devonta Parker, sure, but he's 5,200. Uh, he's going to see his opportunities, but I really think it, the Dolphins are going to get down in this game, and I could see Hearns being a beneficiary, seeing a ton of extra targets um, in catch-up mode. Then, of course, there is um, Russell Gage, who... You know, last week there was a holding call on his touchdown, so that's not in the box score. He had a pretty successful um, week last week in terms of, uh, you know, just looking good when the ball was thrown to him. Uh, But he's another one. He's similar to Renfro. He has played only about half the snaps, even with Hooper and Freeman off the field. You would think, you know, maybe they'd go a little bit empty more, put Gage out there a little more, but... Really, they've stayed in their same their same base sets and not put Gage out there a ton more than normal. So I think Gage is a good play, but the fact that he doesn't see as many snaps as we would like, and he's also the third or fourth option on this team, is something that you know just gives me a little bit of pause. I would much rather play Hunter Renfro, who you know seems sees the same amount of snaps, but over the past few games has been the target leader for the Raiders. And then there's Tim Patrick. I mean, I, th- I feel like this is a little bit of point chasing, a little bit of a thin play, um, but he did come off IR and immediately see eight targets. So if he's active, um, I think Tim Patrick at absolutely min salary is something that you can go to in another one of those instances where, you know, if you love your lineup, then he can he can work in there 
and you wouldn't be you wouldn't feel too bad about um, a 3k Tim Patrick especially with you know I mean Tredavious White is one of the top corners in the league he's graded out a little bit lower than normal this year but he's definitely one of the better corners in the league and if he is locking down Cortland Sutton maybe we see them uh, target Tim Patrick a bit more so that's how I think these um, 3k to these 3 to 5k receivers shake out um I'm a pretty big fan of Gabriel and Conley and Renfro. And then I think, um, you know, guys like Tim Patrick, Russell Gage, Alan Hearns, Demarius Thomas are are definitely in play. Um, we're probably going to need one, two, potentially even three of these in our lineups uh, if we are going to try to jam in multiple top running backs and um, and Matt Ryan. Of course, if you choose to be a little bit more uh, even salaried and you have, you know, Jeff Driscoll in there or maybe you choose not to play Christian McCaffrey this week and you go Alvin Kamara, uh, Derrick Henry, then obviously we're going to be a little bit more middling at receiver and, and you'll look to those guys that I talked about on the Thursday rundown like uh, Devontae Parker, DJ Chark, DJ Moore, those kind of players. Uh, but it's all about really how you build your, your lineup but I think it's really going to come down to where you go for your value and does your value hit, right? So if uh, I, I don't know if Patrick Laird's going to be popular tomorrow. Um, I'm probably not going to have him in my cash lineup. But if he's a guy that's 30 40% owned and he does, you know, happen to catch six or seven passes and get in the end zone, then you're probably uh, at a loss or at least severely behind the eight ball if you didn't play him. Same thing for... Uh, some of the cheaper receivers. Russell Gage is being talked up a lot. I think, despite the fact that he's not my favorite uh, receiver under 5K, I think you'll see a lot of ownership on him this week. So if he's 20, 25% owning cash games, something like that, and he smashes, then you're looking at, uh, you know, 75% of the field fighting for only 20 to 25% of the cashing spots remaining. So basically, I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of overlap this week based on the fact that there are some clear studs to pay up for. And really what it's going to come down to is, are you on the right value plays? Okay, guys, the core for this week uh, is pretty easy for me. Uh, it is going to be Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, and Matt Ryan. Um, believe it or not, you can get them all into your lineup by using uh, a cheap tight end, a cheap defense, and one or two of these cheap receivers. Not sure if I'm going to be able to get there, you know, get all four of them in. I will try my hardest for that to occur. Uh, but I might have to go down to Jeff Driscoll uh, and, you know, have that one to 1.5k open up my lineup uh, for me to get up to a you know a better wide receiver in one spot or two spots something like that but that will do it for the saturday update edition i will talk to you on monday good luck in your contests